The Chronicles of Latimer Todd, 10th Grade Bleeds, Chapter 23, The Ritual. Jacek released Vlad and started helping Diablo to arrange things on the table. Otis reached a shaking hand up to Vlad's sleeve and tugged him closer. He believes the ritual contained in those pages will steal the invincibility of the Pravis, and he fully intends to perform it. He truly believes in the story, Vladimir, dangerously so. You must leave. Find a way out while their backs are turned, or he is going to kill you. Vlad whispered back, I'm not leaving without you. And Henry, Otis smiled at him through his tears, grateful for even this final moment together. Don't you see, Vladimir? Henry and I are as good as dead. I can barely move, and he just he's just a drudge. You can make another. Vlad flinched. He is not just a drudge. Get out while you can. Get to Vicus. He'll protect you. Vlad shook his head, tears welling in his eyes as well. When we were in Siberia last year, I overheard Vicus tell you that I didn't need his protection. But you do. Right now, you do. Otis winced in pain. As he spoke, a small amount of blood left the corner of his mouth and trailed down his chin. Please don't make me witness your demise. You're like, you're like a son to me. In that moment, Vlad's tears dried, replaced by determination, because Otis was like a father to him, the same way that Nellie was like a mother to him. And there was no way he was going to lose his entire family a second time. He was getting out of here. They all were, and they were going home to Nellie. Come on. He took Otis's arm and placed it around his shoulders, helping Otis to stand, despite his quiet protest, then gestured to Henry with a glance. Henry, wide-eyed, nodded in response and carefully stood, wincing as he put weight on his injured ankle. Vlad nodded to the big metal door and Henry followed his lead. They moved slowly, only a single step every few seconds, hoping that the other vampires who were engaged in some kind of setup for Diablo's insane ritual wouldn't notice their departure until they were gone. Or at least until... They had a good head start. The second slipped by and Vlad counted his blessings with every heartbeat. After what seemed like an eternity, Vlad's fingers met the ornate doorknob. As if he'd actually heard the subtle sound of Vlad's fingertips lightly brushing metal, Diablo stiffened, then turned to face them. Fools? Do you really think that would work? The three of you are no match for even one of us, especially given the fact that two of you are injured. One but a drudge. You can't escape. Vlad's jaw tightened. Then let's even the odds, you and me, right now. As tempted as I am by your offer, Master Pravis, we have other business to attend to. Diablo glanced at his cronies for a moment. Lock Otis and the human in a cell together. It ought to be quite interesting having them share such a small space with what Otis's now surely ravenous appetite. How long has it been since you fed Otis? Nine months? Ten? As Jacek helped Otis to stand much more gently than Vlad had expected him to, a horrid expression crossed Otis's face, one that sent a bolt of terror through Vlad. Otis forced a bitter laugh as if Diablo's twisted plan was of no consequence to him. I've gone longer without blood. Diablo clucked his tongue. You shouldn't utter such lies in front of these impressionable youths, my friend. Otis wrenched his body forward, but Jacek held fast. Otis sped a mouthful of blood which splattered on Diablo's cheek. As Diablo wiped it from his face with the back of his glove, Otis growled, I may be a lot of things, Diablo, but your friend is not one of them. Diablo very calmly removed a crisp white handkerchief from his inside jacket pocket and wiped the remainder of Otis's blood from his pale skin. Once it was clean, he met Otis's eyes, his gaze sharp, penetrating. Enjoy your meal. Even Jacek seemed troubled by Diablo's words. He pulled Otis back and firmly, but gently took him out the large metal doors. 
Ignatius wasn't so kind. He grabbed Henry by a handful of hair and dragged him out of the room, kicking and screaming and swearing more than Vlad had ever heard him swear. The door closed and Vlad was left alone with Diablo. He wet his lips, which were suddenly unbelievably dry, and though he wasn't as sure of his stature as Pravis as Diablo was, it seemed like a good way to stall for time while he thought about the next move. So what now? You can't kill me. No, but with the ritual you were so kind to provide me with, I can withdraw that which gives you invincibility and bite it and imbite it. And then once I have drank enough of your blood to render me immune to the horrors of sunlight, I will give you to Ignatius. Diablo met Vlad's eyes and spoke in a matter-of-fact tone. With your invincibility gone, he was able to kill you, and in so doing, it will render me untouchable for all eternity. Vlad's stomach shrank in fear. If he could keep Diablo talking long enough, he might be able to think of a plan. At the very least, it might prolong his inevitable demise. So what now then, huh? Do you really think that all those vampires who truly believe in the Pravis will be very happy to hear what you've done? That fact matters very little to me. You see, the existence of this ritual is not known to many. I myself only discovered it a little more than a year ago. Vlad racked his brain but couldn't think of anything he could do to escape. He glanced at each of the doors and a hopeless feeling swallowed him whole. So the fact that nobody knows about it makes it okay? Not at all. The fact that nobody knows about it means that by the time they find out, it will be too late. The ritual will be done and I will be invincible. The corners, the corners of Diablo's mouth rose slightly in a pleased smile. No one would dare challenge me at that point, and those who do will fall before me. Vlad shook his head. Dude, you have serious issues. Do you know that? Diablo laughed. Is that so? Yeah, it is. And do you know something else? It doesn't matter what you do to me. It doesn't matter if you manage to drain my essence and become invincible, because there is one thing that you will never be. Diablo, you will never be the Pravis. Vlad's eyes narrowed, his stare never leaving that of his foe. You will never be me. Enough of this, Diablo snapped. His smile was gone, leaving behind only a bitter grimace. The hour grows late, my patience wears thin. The door opened, drawing Diablo's attention to Jacek as he entered. It's done. Good. He turned his eyes back to Vlad. I'd wager the human won't be your drudge for very much longer. You son of a... Come on, Vladimir. We must be civil. What would your father think if he knew that you were to meet your end slinging curse words and insults? I'm sure he would want you to die with honor and dignity. Diablo bowed his head briefly in respect, as if saying goodbye to the former king of everything. His head still low, he whispered, Shall we begin? Vlad leaped forward and moved with his amazing vamp vampiric speed. Grabbing the dagger before Diablo knew what was happening, he jabbed the blade upwards, sinking just the tip into the underside of Diablo's chin. I don't think so. Now call your cronies off and let my uncle and friend go, or I'll turn your skull into a pincushion. Cold, metallic laughter ebbed from deep within Diablo. Furious, je Vlad jabbed the blade in deeper. Why are you laughing? Diablo met his eyes with a bemused smile. Because I'm going to enjoy every second of this. Diablo gripped Vlad's hand and the dagger's handle at the same time. With one powerful thrust, he yanked it to the side, slicing through the flesh and bone of his own jaw. Blood gushed out, coating Vlad's hand instantly. But Diablo didn't bat an eye. Instead, he snapped his head back and hot pain shot through Vlad's wrist and up his arm. The cracking sound of bone breaking reverberated through his skull, and faster than he could blink, Diablo slammed him in the face with the butt of his gloved hand, knocking him backward. Vlad fell back onto the table where Jacek was waiting. 
Jacek strapped Vlad's ankles down, then his wrist as he tightened the straps on Vlad's wrist. Vlad screamed obscenities and then growled as the mastermind of his torment. When I get free, I'm going to hurt you like you've never been hurt before. Diablo smirked. Child, I have walked this earth for almost five centuries. I have both caused and experienced levels of pain that you cannot even imagine yet. Diablo picked up the journal and began to read from the pages of the ritual. His deep voice was rising and falling like a song as he formed the words of the Elysian Code. He circled the table over and over as he read, stopping occasionally to touch Vlad's shoulder or his foot or his forehead. Occasionally, he would draw a symbol in the air with his finger and then move again. Vlad squirmed away from his every touch, but it didn't help. He was trapped. Trapped and scared and not exactly sure what was transpiring. Worse yet, there was no one who could save him, and no way Vlad could save himself. Diablo finally came to rest at Vlad's left side. He started to repeat the same phrase over and over again, his voice growing louder with each repetition. He placed his hand on Vlad's chest, pressing hard into the bone. Vlad struggled uselessly when he saw Diablo's other hand, no longer holding the journal raised high above Diablo's head. The hand held, fell with force, and Vlad cried out. A six-inch needle plunged deep into Vlad's chest. The pain was like nothing Vlad had ever experienced before. Not even getting staked could come close to, close compared with the agony that ripped through Vlad. He screamed as a fire seemed to blaze to life at his core. It felt like it was burning its way straight through Vlad's soul. The syringe filled with a liquid, purple in color and iridescent. Reminiscent of that strange color, his eyes changed whenever he touched a glyph, and Diablo boiled over with cruel, joyous laughter. Yes, at long last, last the essence of the Pravis has been withdrawn. He said something else in Elysian Code, and Vlad desperately wished that reading the vampiric language and understanding its spoken form went hand in hand. Without warning, Diablo bent down, gnashing into Vlad's unbroken wrist. He drank deeply, and Vlad's head swam as he nearly lost consciousness. Once Diablo had had his fill, he swallowed one last time and stood, steadying himself against the table as if he were drunk. He whispered, I've never tasted anything like it. Ignatius entered the smaller door, his eyes full of an arrogant gleam. At Diablo's nod, he lifted a blade, the metal a strange blackish gray as if it were made of hematite over Vlad's chest, and Vlad screamed in terror, knowing that his end had come at last. He would never again see his uncle or Henry, never eat Nellie's cookies or hold Meredith's hand, never catch snowflakes on his tongue or read another book. His life would be over as soon as that blade fell. A thousand images flitted through his mind at, in his final moment, pictures of everything that he had ever loved and would ever experience again, and Vlad knew that there was nothing he could do to stop his end. Death had come for him at last, wearing the face of his own grandfather, and all he could do was scream. With his peripheral vision, Vlad saw Jacek, and in a second his plan was formed. He pushed as hard as he could with his mind, invading Jacek's thoughts, embedding his own into the vampire's mind, pushing Jacek to act. Act now. Stop this horrible moment before it is too late. At first, he wasn't certain that his mind control had worked, but then Jacek closed a hard hand over Ignatius's wrist and twisted the dagger in his grasp. Jacek's fist fell into Ignatius's elbow, bending his arm and forcing the blade into his stomach. Ignatius staggered back, throwing Jacek a wild-eyed look of confusion. Confusion. Jacek jumped high into the air, meeting Ignatius's temple with a roundhouse kick, knocking him out cold. 
Vlad glared at Diablo, the burning sensation within him finally subsiding. Give it up, Diablo, it's over. Jacek's lips moved, his voice low, echoing the words Vlad had spoken. Give it up, Diablo, it's over. Diablo looked back and forth between them, his confusion slowly dissipating. He shook his head, snarling at Jacek. You fool, he's controlling your mind. At Vlad's mental command, Jacek pointed the dagger at Diablo with one hand and undid his straps with another. When Vlad's left hand was free, he undid his right. Know this, you overgrown mosquito. Whatever sick fixation you have with me ends here today. Vlad unstrapped his feet and climbed down off the table. I want you out of my life for good. If I have to kill you, I will. Jacek's muttering caught up, echoing Vlad. If I have to kill you, I will. Vlad stood, making certain that Jacek remained between him and Diablo at all times. As Vlad made his way closer to the door, clutching his broken wrist to his chest, Jacek sidestepped at his command. Diablo snarled. You won't get far once I've dispatched your puppet. Vlad held Diablo's gaze as he moved. The door was only a few yards away. You're assuming I'm not going to make him take your life. Jacek's voice followed, sending a chill in the air with his muttering, Make him take your life. We've both made assumptions. The corners of Diablo's mouth tugged tightly upward slightly. Then without warning, he lunged forward and grabbed Jacek, throwing him to the side. With his fangs gleaming in the candlelight, he rushed towards Vlad, a hungry look in his eyes. Vlad struggled to make Jacek stand, but couldn't make him move fast enough. In a blind panic, he grabbed one of the lit candles from the table and thrust the candle toward Diablo, tossing hot wax into his open eyes. Diablo roared in pain, clutching his face and thrashing about the room. Finally, Vlad coaxed Jacek back onto his feet, causing him to leap onto the still-blind Diablo with the blade in his hand. As Diablo struggled to keep the blade from entering his chest, Vlad bolted from the room. It took him a second, but soon he recognized where he was and hurried through the next door to the corridor of the prison cells. Vlad pushed hard and reached out, locating Otis in the cell at the end, astonished at his ability to take on two mind-focused tasks at once. What he saw when he reached the cell jolted his entire being. Henry's head was bent to the side, and Otis's mouth was firmly fixed to his neck. Henry's eyes were closed. It looked like he was sleeping, or dead, obviously to anything else around him. Otis drank, swallowing greedy mouthfuls of Henry's blood. Vlad felt his control over Jacek waver slightly, distracted by the horror he was witnessing. Otis was feeding on Henry. A single tear escaped the corner of Vlad's eye and traced a line down his cheek before falling to the floor with all of his hopes for the future.